of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, Welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We're looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. Based on listener feedback, we do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn it off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume that you guys, if you're here listening, you've probably already seen the classic film, so there will often be spoilers when discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast. Horror movies do tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. And tonight, we have a very special guest, Kevin Nez, editor-in-chief of the Skater Nez Podcast Network. How's it going this week, Kevin? Hey, I'm good, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, letting me finally be on the show. Uh, I know Lance has been on mine, and Phil, Brian, you guys are always welcome to come on and just ham it up or just talk about whatever on uh, my show. But, dude, it's finally glad that I'm here, and thank you so much for the invite. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. And yeah, and, and since you're here, can you uh, can you let our, li- our all our listeners know you know where to find you and like what shows do you do on your network? What I mean. What what exactly is the uh, is is the Skater Nez Network? Well, my it was first uh, in uh, it's almost been a year since I've been on uh, doing this whole podcast deal. Uh, I started in February, and uh, it was just my show in the beginning, uh, the Magnus Podcast, and then uh, I I don't know how many episodes I did before I started another show with a buddy of mine, Theo. Uh, we started the E-Society. I think we're only like maybe 15, 16 shows in on that one. Uh, my show, I am, uh, I think I'm going to, 53 episodes I did so far. Uh, plus some other random episodes I had done. And where you can find me is on uh, Pod, just go on Podbean or, or on iTunes and uh, look up. Uh, it's either the MacNez podcast or the Skater Nez uh, network, podcast network. Uh, I think if you just type in Skater Nez, um, that'll all pop up. Because uh, I had to change, I changed it to the Skater Nez podcast network because of the two shows that I had on on there. 
And uh, yeah, you guys should just type in that. Skater Nez is SK, the number eight, ER, and then NEZ Podcast Network. And uh, cool. it, should, it should pop up. All right, yeah, and you guys and you guys cover a lot. I mean, I know you guys do a lot of horror movies because I've I've heard you, uh, particularly on your show, talk about that quite a bit. But uh, you and Theo, you you guys normally do uh, something toward the end of the show there where you uh, like highlight a song uh, a song of the week in a movie you've seen or something. Yeah, we usually do that. Uh, the East Society. Um, when we did when we first started doing that one, it like I said it was on my show, and right. then uh, I had told Theo, I said, you know what? Um, cause he, he got the bug to do the show. Cause he was like, Hey man, let's do this. Let's do that. And I said, you know what, dude, let's just start another show. I said, you're going to be in charge of it. Come up with a name, come up with all the topics. You're the main host. I'll just be, uh, the side guy. And then he just t- took over and he always comes up with all the ideas on, on that show. We usually talk about pretty much everything, uh, movies, TV, sports, uh, and just, pretty much whatever's going on in today's society we do kind of stay away from the political stuff but one episode we had to and uh but it's a good show man theo's a good guy and uh i think that show is pretty awesome to do mainly because i don't have to uh worry about coming up with topics because i had told him in the beginning i said it's gonna be hard for me to try to think of something to do on my show then think of stuff to do on this one that's why i I just let him do it all, and uh, he's uh, the main guy on that show, and I'm I'm just there. So, but it was cool. It, it's a good show. I love it. Uh, what we like to do around here to uh, to get the ball rolling is we do our cool of the week, which is anything that uh, one thing that you've seen or or listened to or read or whatever this week that really stands out for you. So, uh, Kevin, what's your cool of the week, man? Um, what I want to do or what I want to talk about is um, I watched this documentary yesterday. It was called uh, I Am Your Father. I think it came out uh, last year and it was uh, a documentary about um, the actor that played Darth Vader in, in the, uh, the original trilogy, Dave Prowse. And uh, a buddy of mine told him, told me about it because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And I was like, all right, man, that sounds cool. So uh, I gave it a watch and... Yeah, I didn't realize all the all the drama and and the the BS that he had to deal with, especially during the making of Return of the Jedi. And really, it, it seems like uh, I don't know if it was George Lucas himself or just maybe his his crew that he works with that just totally did uh, Dave Prowse dirty. They, they don't invite him to uh, any of the official Star Wars celebration conventions. Really? And yeah, I mean it's it's a good documentary. You guys should check it out. It's uh, it was on Netflix. It's called uh, "I Am Your Father." Should and have force choked that ass. I know, man. I was like, damn, all this was going on, and I, I don't know. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but do check it out. It's really good. Pretty enlightening, huh? Yeah. Oh man, I just. I met Dave Brow- uh, Dave Proust before. I met him at San Diego at Comic Con, right? A few years, few years back, and he was he was an awesome guy. I was really kind of scared to approach him because he just if you look at him, he's just really tall guy. He just looked real serious. But then uh, one of uh, someone was there said, "No, man, he's really cool. Just go up and talk to him." Because he was just sitting there, nobody was uh, at his table. So I walked up and just him and hey man i'm a really big fan of yours and i started rambling off of some of the older movies he had done 
and uh, and then he was like, "Oh, right on, cool." And we talked for a little bit, and he was a really nice guy. I mean, they also say that in the documentary. They're saying, "Yeah, he looks he looks tough and everything, but he's a really cool guy if you go up to him." So I was glad That's I cool. did, and I, I got a picture with him, so I, I was happy with that. Hmm. Well, no, well, knowing you, man, I'll bet you. I'm sure you had to mention Clockwork Orange. Of course, I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got another little tradition that uh, that Brian started a few weeks back called the not-so-cool of the week. <laughs> uh, you you got you got any entry for that? Ronda Rousey's fight last night. Okay, <laughs> that, there you go. That wasn't cool at all. <laughs> I was going to say I wish I saw it until I heard about it. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I don't think she showed up to fight. I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, some people might think I'm wrong, but that's exactly I, I mean, what you I said. Just, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, I guess not not quite there anymore, man. I, I don't know if she can compete at that level anymore. Kind of weird. Maybe she needs to just stick with acting, huh? No. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, All right, Brian. How about you, man? Yeah, that that falls in my not so cool of the week. All right. Um, I think she was. I think she trained for the fight really hard because she was in she was in fight shape. A week before weigh-ins, my 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 thing is, I think I, I put it all on her trainer. Her trainer has her believing she's a boxer, right? Which she's not, and she went out right. there and tried to box with a striker, and like which Kevin said, the fight lasted forty-eight life. seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it I knew it from the get-go because she came out. And her stance was all wrong. Her head was straight up in the air. And oh, man. She started eating punches from the get. And about time she tried to go for a takedown, she was already rocked. And it was done. It didn't take but, long, huh? Yeah, but what, what really pisses me off is these other female fighters that go online and have been kicking her when she's down all night long. Girls are catty. Yeah, and all I just want to say is <laughs> a couple a few years ago women did not fight in the UFC. Dana said they will never fight in the UFC. Right. Then came Ronda Rousey, so <clears throat> I'm not saying they need to kiss her ass or anything, but I just, you know, it just She's pisses me off that yeah, exactly. So that kind of that fell in my not so cool of the week. Um, my cool of the week is I've been I've been catching up on a lot of movies for our best and worst show. Yeah, I've been doing that and, myself, uh, man. Yeah, um, I got a few unfair. that. Yeah, I got a few <laughs> that m- pi- might possibly slide in my worst. So ah, okay, boy, man, we can't we can't wait to hear about that. You're good at watching really <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> I know. Like Brian's just good at watching everything, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, know how you do it, man. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna pass it off to one of you guys. Uh, man, my uh, my cool of the week has got to be uh, okay. So, do you remember those little picture viewers that you had when you were a kid, and you click a little button on the side, you hold it up to your face, click a little button on the side of it, and it turns a little slide. And it's got oh, the, the view. Disc that you put. Yeah, the view, yeah. Viewmaster. Yeah, Viewmaster. Yeah, okay. that's it. Well, they make one now that's like a virtual reality thing, right? No so, shit. Yeah, my kid got one for uh, for Christmas, and of course I played with it because 
that's my job. <laughs> does, does it fit over a cell phone? Yeah. Or are you talking you, about something else? You stick a cell phone in it. No shit. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right. And so you can play all the like the, the, the virtual reality apps and, and movies and stuff through that. Right. So I played one called Chair in a Room, which is uh, it's it's really short and sweet. It's a little horror app that comes with the virtual reality junk. And uh, it was super scary. <laughs> Man, a, cool. Yeah, you're you're just like in a chair in a room in the dark, and you have a little flashlight that keeps running out of batteries, and so you can turn on for a second, and then it goes out. Then you and turn it on for a second, and it goes back out. You're stuck in the chair. Yeah, you're, you well, you're, you're, you're stuck in the room. So okay. all you can do is kind of spin around in the middle of this room, and right. and look around and see what happens, and uh, and there's some creepy stuff going on. It's it's. Totally worth it. It was. It scared me. Uh, you, did, you didn't bring that over here with you, did you? Uh, I don't think so. Fuck, man. <laughs> Damn, I got to check that out. That that definitely sounds like the cool of the week, man. Yeah. So I, I, it was. It was surprisingly scary. Right. I thought. I thought your cool of the week was that you guys are bringing Tony Romo back for Sunday. Oh <laughs> yeah. He is. He is going to play Sunday, right? They got nothing I to lose. I assume so. Yeah. I mean, well, they had nothing to lose last week either, and they. Right, put everybody in there, but you know it was it, it, like they said the roster's not that big. Everybody's going to get a chance to play except Tony, apparently. Um, <laughs> poor Tony, poor Tony. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> We're going to have to cut him or trade him to fit him in the salary cap next year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, my my cool of the week. I'm I'm doing what you're doing, Brian, trying to catch up on some stuff that uh, that I'm thinking is you know possibly going to go on like best of, worst of. Uh, yeah. my, my cool of the week was a little movie I watched last night called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, I wanted to watch that. Oh, uh, yeah. I fucking knew I was going to love it. Yeah. Um, it, I think it fell apart a little bit in the third act. It tried to get fit a little too much in. Oh, I got you. But like the, like the first third of it was flawless. And then the middle part was was pretty good, too. I mean, the, the acting on the part of uh, Brian Cox and then the guy who plays his son. Uh, Brian, can you think of that guy's uh-huh. name? Email Hirsch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were both spot on, and uh, I mean, this could have it could have been like basically a play, you know, the way it was all set for the most part in one room. Um, but yeah, that that's definitely my cool of the week, and um, I didn't really have a not so cool of the week. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch too much this week that was totally shitty, which was which was nice for a change, you know. But, I, I had a oh, hold on the the. the the first uh, cool of the week I was going to talk about was uh, a Donnie Yen movie because I'm just been on a kick of him after Rogue One. Right. Uh, I want uh, 2013's a Special ID. I, I just I, I go to Walmart and just dig through that big old bin of, of Blu-rays and uh, I haven't seen this one, so I, I just picked it up and uh, it was pretty good, man. If, if you love Donnie Yen, just it was it was a cool story. Uh, some of the acting was a little cheesy, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually watch his movies mainly for all the fight scenes and uh, all the fighting was awesome. Uh, check it out. I believe it's streaming on Netflix also. Well, uh, okay. What's it called again? Special ID. Special ID. So it's primarily a, a kung fu movie. Yeah, it's um, undercover cop uh, dealing with triads in uh, I think China somewhere in China, and then just all out just kicking ass in between all that. Undercover brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I know you got Brian's attention. I know I know he's probably going to check that out. It's Donnie Yen. Why not? <clears throat> All right, boys. Uh, 
if you didn't know Kevin, which I think I think you've heard our show before, so you know what time it is right now? Time to take a trip to the trailer park. The trailer park. We take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's our first trailer to talk about this week? Okay, the first one we're going to talk about is Pitchfork, starring Daniel Wilkinson, Brian Rates, Lindsay Nicole, directed by Glenn Douglas Packard. So how did you guys feel about this one? Uh, very definitely 80s slasher movie vibe to it, you know? They're trying to bring back the the horror monsters. Yeah, this is the one I didn't see, guys, out of the three. So uh, I'm going to have to leave this one up to you guys. And I, it start, The trailer started out cool until they show the, the pitchfork guy, and then I kind of lost it a little. But, I mean, I love watching these type of movies. I'll still check it out. I mean, from the little bit from the trailer, it just, uh, I don't know. But yeah, it's definitely I'll no, see it. no Jason or Freddy. But uh, it's 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 trying to be one of those, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll see, I kinda, we'll see how it goes. I kind of felt the same way when I when I first seen like uh, a trailer for a uh, Hatchet, but right. I ended up loving the, I ended up loving those movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially, especially the first one, man, with uh, yeah. with that with that Tony Todd cameo. Yes, Reverend Reverend uh, Zombie, right? Yeah, uh, I'm looking. This, go ahead. I'm looking at the poster right now, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely give my two cents after I watch it, but right. I don't know what kind of mask he's wearing. It looks like a a bear mask or something. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that was really confusing. Yeah, they show it really fast in the trailer, but if, if you look up the, the poster, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, something's wrong with this dude, but. I guess we'll see when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, this is actually coming out uh, January 13th. All right, cool. When, yeah, when you guys said Pitchfork, I thought maybe it was like a guy in a, a, like a devil costume or something, but that ain't the case, huh? No, he, he has an actual Pitchfork for arm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, you want to move on? Yeah, our next one is uh, Pickings. Starring Lynn Jordan, Lily Brooks O'Brien, Michelle Holland, and directed by Usher Morgan. Not uh, not the Usher, is it? Oh, no, that's Usher Raymond, right? The singer? Yeah. Okay. What what'd you guys think about this one? I This one, looked out of the, the trailers that we watched, well, well, other than the next one, but this one, uh, it looks cool. Um, right. Um, did anyone... Uh, the guy, there's a guy talking through the trailer. For some reason, I thought it was Matthew McConaughey until they actually show whoever the guy, the, the actor is, the character. Right. Uh, but this one, man, it looks good. I mean, I, it kind of really grabbed me right from the get-go. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I doubt it'll come into the theater in, in my area. So I'll just have to wait until it's on uh, VOD or somebody throws it online. Right. Yeah, I'm, gotcha. I'm, I'm guessing this is going straight to VOD. Yeah, this is one that um, when it when it started up, man, I was uh, telling Philip this this looks boring as shit. You know, I don't know which trailer <laughs> I watched, but it, it looked really bad. Just a just a chick talking, right? Like with a real heavy southern accent. I don't, uh, think, I don't think so. so. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I kind of picked up on, but uh, I hope I watched the right trailer. Toward the end, it looked pretty action-packed, actually. The one I saw was, like, very Tarantino-esque. I mean, but it was the same, it was the same show, but, uh... uh basically, a female, a chair, yeah. basically a female John Wick. Is that the vibe you guys got? Like a, uh, a little, I mean, it's a, it looks like a revenge, a revenge, straight revenge yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. I wouldn't say she's on John Wick's level, though, but... <laughs> she's no Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, at the end of the trailer, uh, when uh, right. the two guys, two guys are sitting there all beat up and bloody, um, did that guy have a uh, take a bullet to the head? I don't know. It looked... Because he kind of asked the dude next to him, you know, I guess to look at his wound or something. It, right. I don't know. It looked like he took a shot to the head. I don't know. I was a little thrown off by that. Yeah, I was, I don't know. But the, I mean, this the trailer, man. It looked cool. It, it made me want to see it. So I can't wait to watch it. Okay. This yeah, this one's out. coming out June first. Sound like it's worth yeah. checking out. Moving on to probably well i'm pretty sure it is the last big trailer of the year right. alien covenant oh hell yeah yeah this stars yeah. michael fassbender katherine watterson james franco who uh was just recently announced that he was in the movie so hey I, I didn't see him in the preview yeah uh numi rapace guy pierce billy crudup danny mcbride right Nice. Danny McBride. <laughs> With James Franco. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, real man. quick, real quick, just to get into that. Uh, why do you think this James Franco uh, casting news was like kept so secret? Oh, man, don't tell don't tell me that this is uh, kind of like how they tricked us, baited and switched with that 10 Cloverfield Lane. Don't tell me this is this is the end part, too. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe the last second thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know, man. But the trailer looked really fucking awesome, man. Mm -hmm. It had, it, it had a lot of the alien vibe in it, and it had a lot of the Cameron uh, aliens vibe in it too. I thought, with the uh, military and everything, it, it looked like a return to form to me. I don't, I didn't read any, do any reading. I mean, the trailer was awesome. I mean, it did get yeah. me excited. And a few, few years, yeah, sorry, a few weeks back, we got the the poster with just a picture of an alien. And uh, I, I don't know about this one. How is it a continuation from Prometheus, or is this just going to be it, like years I was later? Curious about that too. Yeah, from what I'm understanding, it's a sequel to Prometheus, but it's going to lead into the whole alien mythology. Okay, but I from the trailer it looks like they're getting as far away as possible from Prometheus. I mean, there's of course there's Michael Fassbender and right. a couple little things that are nods to Prometheus, but this looks like a straight aliens movie. Yeah, yeah. because that uh, at the end of Prometheus, I mean, uh, the one main girl I can't remember her name, her and uh, David took off in uh, one of the right. ships to to chase that other one that's right or and then i, I don't know I, I assumed that's what we were going to get in this next movie and then now watching this trailer i don't even know if we can get any of that well at least maybe hopefully they tackle it in the beginning of the movie but i mean this kind of just reminded me of the original alien um yeah and exactly I, I don't know said. 
yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, anything alien, I loved all of them, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah not to interrupt. Sorry, man, but Kevin, you rewatched uh, Prometheus a couple of weeks ago, man. So you you probably have a little better insight than than we do. I mean, you've seen it more recently than we have, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it uh, another time. A buddy of mine, uh, he's gonna come on my show and we're gonna talk about it because he really read into it and uh, had to after we, we had seen it together uh, the first time it came out and I I was like what the hell's going on I mean w- w- what is all this and then after he did all the research and reading and then he came back and explained to me oh, this is this is why this happened and that happened and I'm like all right I didn't get any of that from the movie so I, I had to keep watching it over and over the first time I saw it I was like ah eh, that was okay just mainly because I had more questions than answers, I got you. but um, uh, it, it's an awesome movie altogether. I'd seen yeah. it numerous times now, and I just uh, I don't know. I still need to watch it again to try to put piece it together. And with this one, Covenant, I'm just hoping that they answer some of those some of those questions uh, from Prometheus. But I don't know, man. Just just I'm just going by what we've seen in the trailer so far. I, I don't know if we're gonna get any of that because. Supposedly, at the end of Prometheus, that was supposed to be uh, the the first alien that came out of uh, the engineer at the very last scene before the credits. And that one, it kind of looked like uh, the aliens we have seen so far in the in the movies, but that it looked just a little bit different. And now in this one, it seems like we're getting the aliens that we we've already seen uh, the xenomorphs. Uh, this is a legit Aliens movie. I, I, from everything I read about Prometheus, it was supposed to be in the same universe, but it wasn't actually an Aliens movie, is what I've been told. Even though there's... I mean, obviously is. But that's that's what Ridley Scott said, anyway. Uh, Brian, you were going to say something, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see uh, how Danny McBride does, because from what I read, this is a non-comedic role for him. Oh, no! I really wanted him and James Franco to be the comic relief. I was like, uh, okay, I'll definitely watch that movie. <laughs> I just hope he's like the the smart ass from 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 the from the trailer. It looks like he's just uh, the pilot of a of the ship. So I'm hoping he just right? throw throwing his one liners in the movie. That'll be yeah. good enough for me. Yeah. I hope yeah. so, man. I it's hope so. Yeah, this one is due May nineteenth. All right, safe safe to say that's going to be on our list, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely cool all right well uh it's time now for horror headlines brought to you by brian take it away brian okay our first news is uh expendables four is officially greenlit and will be rated r four how many of these things are there <laughs> Three. <laughs> uh, this uh, is this will be the final one, and uh, so far, so far only confirmed is Stallone, uh, Schwarzenegger, and Statham. Uh, okay, so they may go. They may uh, minimalize de- back down to basics again for this one a little bit. Yeah, they're they're the only uh, they need rumor that might the only rumor that might be actually true is uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh no! Uh, no, 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 no! He's gonna be a James Bond. Type, Remington huh? Steel. <laughs> Remington <laughs> Steel. Fuck. 
<laughs> I'd forgotten about that one. Did, did, did you guys ever see that movie he was in, The Tailor of Panama? Uh-uh. That, that, was, that was actually pretty good. He was kind of like an evil so. James Bond. Yeah, he he was a spy in that one, but he didn't have the the ethical code that James Bond lives by. Oh, I got. You. So he was, yeah, he, doing a lot of sleazy stuff. But I, I thought, in a way, I thought it was kind of like him making fun of his James Bond role a little bit. It's a pretty good movie if you ever get a chance to see it. Hmm. Kind of a smaller I don't even, indie film. Did I don't you even remember? Go ahead. Did you like any of the James Bond films that he was in? No, Goldeneye was awesome. I didn't. I didn't. I, I was. I wasn't a big fan of him as Bond. I thought he yeah, neither was I. I liked him. Uh, well, he he was better than Timothy Dalton. I thought uh, out of his movies, uh, I only liked the second one. I can't. It was the one after Golden. I I don't remember the name of it. Mainly just because Michelle Yao was in it. But oh, all right. of those I saw. Tomorrow never dies. Is that the I, one? Or I, I think so. I don't know. One of them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I got to tell you, I, good. Did, I didn't care for either one of them that much. How many did he make? Like three or four? Just my opinion. Yeah, I think he made. Sounds three. about right. But yeah, not, I think three. Uh, um, to, hold on, one, a little bit more about James Bond. To me, my James Bond uh, when I grew up was Roger Moore. Yeah, same I, here. I, I watch all his movies and they're cheesy as hell, but uh, I, I love them. I mean, he's my James Bond that I grew up. Um, Pierce Brosnan, my son, my son Mark, my oldest son. Uh, he loved playing uh, the James Bond games, GoldenEye, and whatever yeah. else game mm-hmm. came after that. And I was talking to him. Well, who's your James Bond? He, he said Pierce Brosnan because he he loves Daniel Craig now, right? But he was like, that's that that's how he bases it. Like me, I mean, Roger Moore was who I grew up with, and I love all those ones he did. Yeah, they're all cheesy and stupid, but yeah, Roger Moore is James <laughs> Bond. <to> me. <laughs> See, I always watched the. Uh, my dad's a huge Bond fan. I, I always watched the Sean Connery ones. So those, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's my guy. But I thought Pierce Brosnan did a great job. I, he hates Daniel Craig. I like him a lot. <laughs> I think, I think Craig's okay. I think yeah. he's kind of middle of the road. I'm, I'm, I'm def, I'm definitely with Kevin on this one. Um, he's uh, a little more, yeah, R- R- Roger Moore was my favorite. And then Sean Connery, a close second. And, you know, I guess on from there, you know, I like that Craig does a, uh, like a tough James Bond thing. That's, right. That's cool to me. I still say Idris Elba. <laughs> hey, you know, that's still my pick, but we'll we'll see if that ever happens. Be a bad James Bond. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, by any chance, did you guys uh, see the images of the new Pennywise Entertainment Weekly uh, put no, out? No. Oh, wait, I don't who's, like. Who's the guy now? One of the scars guards. I don't know which one. Oh, okay. Um, different. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily. I'm I'm so used to the original Tim yeah, Curry right. version. I don't I don't necessarily. I I have to see how the movie goes. Uh huh. Which yeah. um, we're actually getting that movie uh, two, uh September eighth. So. Yeah, that that's how I feel about this one, man. I mean, the original '90s movie, TV movie, miniseries it was on. I loved it until the very end, uh, when they actually showed the spider or whatever the hell it was. I just thought it was crappy. But I mean, the movie right. as a whole and everything was awesome, and uh, Tim Curry as a uh, Pennywise was was amazing. That's but when I when they first started showing, 
when they first started showing images uh, of Pennywise, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I was all right with with his makeup and and how his head looks, but when they show uh, the full body shot of the uh, of the clown outfit that he's wearing, I was like, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, like Brian says, I, I'll wait. I'll wait until we see it. Because who knows? In my, in my my mind, yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a weird little skirt thing going. Yeah, it's supposed. They said it's supposed to be mixed with different eras, Victorian and oh, uh, other stuff. Like, a, yeah, I'm I'm gonna just hold judgment until <sighs> oh, I see a trailer or something. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it looks like little little Lord Fauntleroy there. <laughs> I'll fucking pass on that. Um, yeah, but I'm uh, yeah I'm I'm with you guys, man. The 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 TV miniseries was pretty good build up and everything, but yeah, that that ending scene with the spider kind of blew it. Yeah, I thought, I thought the same thing with the stand. Did you guys see the the yeah. the '80s uh, miniseries TV miniseries The Stand? Mm-hmm. I don't know why they kept doing miniseries. Yeah, but it was really really good until the final battle sequence, and then yeah. it was just stupid. Yeah. You know, I I thought all those Stephen King uh, miniseries that they did, uh, like the whole first half. We're, we're we're good, and then in the ends they just kind of just like yeah. fell off. I mean, same yeah. thing with I mean, with the stand. I didn't like the the showdown in Vegas or or whatever that hell that thing was. Right, especially in yeah. the the move the the movie The Langoliers. Mm-hmm. That was good all About- the way until they showed them. Yeah, <laughs> until they wow. showed showed what the Langoliers were. They looked like little walnuts with. Razor blade teeth. <laughs> yeah. the, the CGI back then was horrible. I mean, pretty, I, I was rough. like so disappointed. Yeah, it's it, and it's hard to go back and watch stuff like that. We'll, we'll get into that in one of the, the movies that we're recording later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to our last news items. Been a slow news week. Um, I brought up the the movie Hatchet earlier. Um, the Hatchet series is going to continue through a comic book series by American Mythology. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I saw some of those uh, the some of the artwork you posted, Brian, on the on the website. I, I like it, man. I like the idea. Yeah, I'm I'm like I said, I'm a fan of the movie, so I'm gonna definitely uh, at least check out the first issue. Right. Yeah, I mean, I love the movies. Uh, the first one being the best one, and but yeah, I'm a big comic book reader, so I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, we're getting this one uh, pretty soon here, uh, March, sometime in March. So um, everybody, okay. uh, if you guys are interested in the Hatchet series, uh, look out for that. All right, I'm gonna check it out. So it's uh, you guys ready for listener feedback? Hold on, hold on, just oh, a second. Go ahead. Um, I'm on uh, upcominghorrormovies.com and I'm looking at the remake section and there's some of these that they're either in development or just in talks. Uh, I don't know about some of these. Uh, I'll just read the titles. Yeah, what um, you got? Nightmare on, Elm- Nightmare on Elm Street, that's in talks. Uh, Alice, Sweet Alice, I guess that's in development. Uh, I thought the original movie was fine as it is, but who knows? We'll see. American Psycho, I do not what? know why they're making that. Yeah, they're, it's in development, so uh, I don't know, man. That, that that second one was horrible, but that first one, man, I, just leave it alone. Yeah, uh, America probably shouldn't remake that one. American Werewolf in London, I think that original one is fine the way it is. I, I yep. don't like how they go back and mess up the classic movies that I grew up with. You don't, uh, you, don't think John, you don't think John Landis' son 
can do anything with it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But I just thought the the, the first movie w- was perfect. I mean, it was fine. Not, not so much it didn't. It kind of went along with the book, but not really. But I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, uh, that, another movie. Uh, that another I'm movie. Concerned with it's the uh, the uh, American Psycho though. It's too soon. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, another one that kind of it just. I, I'm just reading this list really quick. It, it pisses me off. It's uh, the movie <laughs> Audition. It's in pre-production. Did you guys see that one? That's yes. a Japanese film, right? No, I don't yes. Know what that is. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago, man. I don't I don't remember it too well. I remember it was pretty gory. I mean, it was a good movie. I mean, the pretty much the ending is pretty much what everyone talks about. I mean, but I thought right. it's a really slow burn. But I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie and I just it's going to be americanized version, so I, I don't know. I don't like when they do that, but hey, yeah, we'll see. Another one, a uh, battle battle royal. Uh, I think they should leave that movie alone, but that's just my opinion. They they already remade that one in America. It's called The Hunger Games. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I guess they're doing Day of the Dead again. I, I don't know why. I mean, what? those two other ones they put out were horrible. Zombies are hot right now. Yeah, I've already. Uh, they've already released set picks from that one online. Well, well as long I'll- as it's, if it's better than the remake, I'll be all right with it. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it has looks way better than that Nick Cannon bullshit they put out. Oh my god, <laughs> Nick Cannon, really? The fuck y'all talking? Yeah, about? it 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 had Nick Cannon and Ving Rhames and uh, it had somebody Savari. else. Nina Savari. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think oh I my god. Watching it. I don't Nina remember Savari. Nick it. All right. Yeah. You guys have lost me. I got <laughs> yeah, to just to laugh at it. What is it? It had nothing to do with the original. Oh boy. <laughs> When they started crawling, when the zombies started crawling on the ceiling, I was like, "Oh my god!" I had to turn it off. <laughs> and it's and it, and it and it's called Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yes. Oh shit! How when, when do you guys think it came out? Uh, the for original one or this one? Well, the yeah, it's, the, it's one just still guys, in... the one you guys are talking about. Oh, that was in the nineties, I would say. In the nineties, sometimes okay. either that early two thousand, early two okay. thousands, maybe. Hmm. Uh, I, may, uh, I may I may go back and try to find it. I may not. I'm just for a laugh, you know. And this another one that's in development. There's no plot for it right now. Is Gremlins? Uh, li- no. Leave it alone. It's <laughs> man, that's like remaking Jaws, dude. There's no way they oh. should be doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a million other movies on here, but I'm just like, oh, oh my god, those are kind of the ones that are pissing me off. Or, or here's two more: Maximum right. Overdrive and Near oh, Dark. No way. They want to remake those. No, leave them alone. Oh boy, man, you're 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 bring you're bringing me down, Kevin. I can't believe <laughs> there, they're doing this, man. There's a huge man, list on uh, upcominghorrormovies.com if you want to see the rest. I, I don't want to read anymore. I'm getting mad. Wow, <laughs> man, that's infuriating. I'll still watch Gremlins. I'll get excited about that. The new one? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, CG it'd probably be a CGI. Oh, fest. I hope not. I like the puppets. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I guess I, I guess uh, as has been told to me before, if you if you don't like the remake, just don't watch it. You know, yeah, fair enough. So whatever. But still, you know, it's still kind of. Yeah, you're right, man. It's like, what's the point? It's it's better like something like this autopsy of Jane Doe, which was like a completely out of nowhere, totally original story. You mm-hmm. know, 
Why can't they just do more of that kind of stuff, you know? Because they don't get as much money from it. Uh, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> Patrick Lear, once again, sent us an email regarding Rogue One. Uh, it does contain a few spoilers. I'll uh, let you know before those happen. Uh, so if you're one of the six or seven people who haven't seen it yet, you might want to fast forward a couple minutes. <laughs> Not to the wrong <laughs> spot. <laughs> Uh, he says, hey guys, I thought I would share my thoughts on this iconic movie franchise. Uh, I really enjoyed Rogue One. To date, I think it is by far the best Star Wars movie since the original trilogy and possibly better than one or two of those. Wow. Dude, that's those bold words. I can't say I, I argue with him too much. Uh, the story was great. Not a rehash like the like we got from Force Awakens, which is what I heard a lot. Uh, I went into this movie with some higher than normal expectations due to the fact that it was uh, a one-off movie, and I'm happy to say I wasn't disappointed. Uh, I felt there was a nice blend of action and story, and the film moved along at a fairly good pace, so it didn't feel slow at times. Uh, I give it a solid 8. Now here's the spoilers. Turn it off. I don't want to hear anything. Uh, I loved some of the really cool Easter eggs and, and cameos in the movie. Uh, the game that was being played at the bar of the city that gets destroyed first. Uh, he said he forgot the name of it. Uh, but if you notice, it, it was the physical game of the holographic game that was being played by Chewbacca on the Millennium Falcon in A New Hope. Uh, and then the guy that bumps into Jin at the same city is also the one that accosts Luke Skywalker in Moss Eisley. Uh, although I think it was a different actor. Well, I assume so, since it was, you know, 30 years ago. Um, there were a couple of others I'm sure I missed, but a bunch of it was pretty cool to see them in there. And how about the movie takes you right up to the beginning of A New Hope? I fucking loved that. Uh, I also thought that the repro reprogrammed robot was great. Too bad he had to die. Why can't we get a cool new characters like that in the, in the ongoing series? <laughs> I can't argue with any of it. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Thought I would send them ahead of time for your show on the movie. Uh, looking forward to hearing the next show. Uh, also, Stephen uh, Loblad gives us the following feedback based on our Rogue One review. Uh, in the middle of the podcast, but when Lance says the Empire fucking people... Oh, <laughs> sorry. Reading it cold. But when Lance says the Empire fucking people over like their job does, <laughs> I lost it. And yes, I can relate. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man thanks steven I appreciate that man uh thanks to everyone who reaches out for us uh reaches out to us we love the feedback and as always you can reach us at our facebook or podbean page uh, or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com uh we love to hear from everybody all right so guys before before we move on to our our feature films uh kevin i got one question specifically for you what's up all right, so as we just talked about, uh, they do bump into a couple of characters that are some that are some pretty rough and tumble guys that uh, Luke and Hansi when they go when they go to the Mos Eisley yeah, uh, yeah. Cantina. Um, dude, how fucking fast do you think they had to get to their ship to get off that goddamn planet to be around for the Mos Eisley ca Cantina? No kidding, right? Uh, that's a I don't know what show I did it on, but that's what we, <laughs> that's what we were talking about. I mean, like they must have been on their way to their ship. And got the hell out of there. Yeah, uh, I just thought I just saw it again yesterday for the fifth time. Right, and, nice. Um, during uh, all that, when they were kind of evacuating after, I think the, I think some of the town people knew that something was going down because once the 
the Star Destroyer left, and uh, you can see a lot of ships taken off. I mean, but it was there was a lot of Imperial Tie Fighters and everything else flying around there. So, right? I, who knows? Maybe it was one of those ships was, was them when they took off. So, because that that was like the first question after. Their, if you guys haven't seen it by now, I mean, I'm just gonna spoil it. But after when they blew up, um, what the hell was that, that planet called? Uh, something with about, the J. You talking about they they blew up the the full planet like on the second? No, version? no, no, no. The city that they blew uh, just up, just the city uh, itself. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it uh, J- uh, J- Jada or J- It sounded like Jedi. Jetta. 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 There you go. Yeah. When they blew that up, so I mean, it just—I uh, don't know. Every, everyone got the hell out of there. Well, whoever right. had a ship got out of there. That—that that was the only reason I thought they were probably on their way to the ship and they took off. Right. Yeah. I, obviously, those two got out, right? I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, he's he the this, this uh, listener's talking about spoilers, man. There was a lot of them in there. Yeah. I—I uh, I caught all the ones he, he had mentioned. Um, there's also if you watch the uh, the rebels. Uh, cartoon that's on uh, Disney um, they had mentioned uh, a character in that I can't remember the name they're, it was when they are on uh, Yavin 4 okay. um, you can hear um, uh, the announcement over they were, I, I can't remember the character's name because I haven't watched Rebels yet um, mm-hmm. I've read it, Theo also told me about it um, they say whoever the character's name is, it's like clear as day and uh, everyone everyone that was the I, they watch Rebels. They were all like, "Oh my God, hell yeah!" And I was like, "Okay, whatever." But cause I didn't watch the show yet. But I thought that was cool. Right, that is cool. Um, yeah, I know they were talking about uh, Saul. The uh, uh, what, what's his name? The black dude with the lazy eye. Forrest lazy Whitaker. eye. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, the Forrest the Forrest Whitaker character. Right. Uh, I know they were talking about Saul on that uh, on that Star Wars Rebels uh, show. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a few years, but uh, it seems. It seems like they try to throw some cameos in there just to keep you interested. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I, I like the way they keep the canon going, you know? I saw Image. I, I don't know if someone added it, but they were saying Jar Jar Binks was in this. Or not him, maybe a gun gunner. But right. every time I've watched it after I saw that, I've been looking and I, I can't see it. They say it's really fast, but I'm... Mm-hmm. Right now, when I'm st- all the times that I'm seeing it now, I've been watching a lot of the stuff in the backgrounds, and uh, I haven't seen it. But I mean, Rogue One was awesome. I, I loved it. It's probably my number one uh, movie of the year, and uh, I'm going to see it more times because I just I just can't get enough Star Wars. I'm happy. In the beginning, when when Disney took over, I was really against it because I didn't want them to. Kid friendly, the, yeah, the whole don't, from what they don't Disney up my Star Wars. <laughs> yes, and I think this movie. I mean, if I loved Force Awakens, but I think this movie was the ultimate Star Wars Disney movie so yeah. far. They've only given us two, but that kind of Di- I'm to- I'm totally on board now with Disney being a part of it. Other than I know they have the money to make it awesome, and I mean. This this movie was awesome. It was mainly for the fans and uh, little and for the kids too. Because um, I can't remember where I heard this. Some people was asking, "Is it okay for little kids?" Because they're hearing that it's really violent and they're, they're hearing spoilers all over the place saying everyone's dying in it. Right. And uh, I think it is. I mean, because the deaths aren't like bloody and, and yeah. body parts flying everywhere. So I mean, I think it's pretty good. I think little kids can handle it. But I think so. 
Although uh, awesome, I awesome movie. The Walking Dead, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. I might not be the one to ask. <laughs> well, guys, uh, I think I think our train's here. I think we're about ready. You guys ready to head over to the depot and uh, and uh, take on our featured attractions for the evening? Let's do it. All right. Well, tonight we're going to take the train to Busan. Uh, but first, let's climb on to 1980s Terror Train. I don't want to be on that train. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're in for a penny, in for a pound on this show, man. <laughs> if you're in it, we're all in it together. <laughs> so the direct, director of Terror Train is Roger Spottiswood, also known for The, the Pursuit of D.B. Cooper, uh, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch, <laughs> of all things. Oh, man. And uh, have you guys ever seen that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he directed that one as well. Um, writer was Ty Drake, also known for a lot of television work, including MacGyver. Uh, the idea for Terror Train came from a dream that Daniel Grodnick had. One weekend night after seeing the films Halloween and Silver Streak, Dan woke up and said to his wife, Honey, what do you think about putting Halloween on a train? His wife answered, That's terrible. <laughs> he jotted down Terrible Train on a piece of paper on his nightstand. In the morning, he changed the title to Terror Train, wrote up 22 pages, and made a deal on it with Sandy Howard's company at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And the rest, <laughs> as they say, is history. Uh, Not a great origin story. <laughs> magician, <laughs> magician David Copperfield once said of this movie that he appeared in, Film is a magnifying glass for magic. So I had to be very careful. What you see on screen is exactly what the extras saw during shooting. And finally, uh, the train used in the film, Canadian Pacific Railway number 1293, was still an operational locomotive as recently as February 2002. So, Kevin, you're our guest. Uh, we always give you the honor as our guest of, uh, uh, of, get, of getting things going, man. So what did you think about 1980s Terror Train? I am an 80s kid. And 80s horror is what I grew up on. And this movie, I remember the first time I saw the little TV spot for it. And I was just, I was blown away. I mean, I just I just love these, these type of movies. And then when I finally saw the movie, I was just like, oh, my God, I want more of this. I mean, it is cheesy. The acting is horrible. But that's what we had in the 80s. That's what horror to me was based on uh yeah. slasher wise yeah and, and, th and this was in the beginning uh of the of the whole slasher films and i mean and, and it had everything in it that you wanted man just kids being stupid uh killing going on uh for first when i heard it when when the, the train i was like really there's not too much you can do on it because you're stuck on a train you can't go anywhere but i mean for what it was i i love this movie to death it's it's one of my favorites um I've had every pretty much every form of it that it's been out, uh, VHS, DVD, and I have the the Scream Factory Blu-ray, and uh, I love it. I mean, this this movie's awesome, especially Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, after Halloween, uh, I was in love with her, and I just seen pretty much everything that she came out horror-wise uh, in the '80s, and this movie's amazing. Nice man, I can't uh, can't argue with you too much. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Uh, it was it was definitely a fun movie. It, it screams '80s. Was that okay? So was that David Copperfield? <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, was... that didn't even click because he was one of my favorite guys growing up. I used to love watching David Copperfield. 
Um, I I thought it was it was really fun, man. It was definitely '80s slasher uh, at its at its at its infancy. You know what I mean? And uh, I, it was it had a whole lot of cheese in it, and it was a slasher movie. So you know, slasher movies have cheese, but it was a lot of fun. I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was uh, it it was definitely a fun time, guys. I um, I do I do remember when it fir- when the movie first started and they were doing like the uh, the opening sequences and everything, and they showed that old uh, that old prank gone wrong and stuff like that. I got I got a real big fucking kick out of that. The way what? the kid he was turning around in circles and such. I don't understand. <laughs> like, what I the still fuck? don't understand. I'm like, what the fuck is but, he doing? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that, but, that added a lot of fun to it for me. Yeah, that, that let me know. I, this, is, this was my first time watching it, and that me scene too. let me know what I was in for right there. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. As if like, you didn't right, know already, huh? This is the kind of movie you're going to be watching. You better right? be ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but as far as the, uh, as, as the film went on... This is one of those movies where um, I actually was kind of like anticipating the mystery part of it. I was really enjoying, you know, trying to figure out who the killer was. Yeah, I, kinda, I kept thinking it was a female I kinda, for some reason. Oh, really? See, I didn't, yeah, I, I was going to think that was going to be the big twist. I didn't catch the twist at all, and and right, you know, until the very end of it, and I was like, oh wow, I probably should have seen that because at one point I realized, hmm. It looks weird. <laughs> it looked a little weird. Well, I yeah. did. Well, when they said they thought it was Copperfield, I knew immediately that wasn't the case. I mean, I knew that was a red. I mean, that that was very much a, a red herring that for me wasn't a red herring because right. I knew immediately that was just you know complete bullshit. But um, I, like I said, I kept thinking it was going to end up being one of the females, which was I don't know where I got that idea from. Just because this little dweebish guy was so skinny or whatever, or yeah. in, in a way, I guess he kind of was a female. He was a crossdresser at yeah. one point in the movie, which I didn't see that part coming. Did you guys? No, could you guys tell that about. was a dude? You know, I kept wondering. I, I don't know. Is it, she? Well, he came off like super weird looking because I, I just right? kept every time. She or he or whatever came on screen. I, I just kept looking. I was like, "Is this a man?" Yeah. Right. See, there was, but there apparent, was one uh, scene during the during the uh, during the magic performance where I was like, "Right, huh? That's kind of an ugly chick." Yeah, not yeah. A, not, uh, a, not, a, not a not a great looking chick there, huh? For for uh, magician's apparent, assistant. Apparently, David Copperfield couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. Yeah. No shit. Not ugly, but just awkward. Yeah, just awkward. awkward looking Def- chick. <laughs> yeah, definitely not not as good looking as the one we saw from from a few weeks back in the Prestige, huh? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, that that's what I love about this movie. I mean, you, you knew what it was going to be. It's just just going to be murder and mayhem on a train. Right. But the twist at the end when uh, Kenny was the the name of the the guy from the beginning, mm-hmm. and. They do. I mean, you watch it now. They do show his face a lot, and when they show the ladies, the the magician's assistant, when they show her face, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it wasn't hiding, and it was clear as day. Other than she didn't have glasses on, so that's. I think that's right. one of the main reasons I really love this movie. The first time watch, I did not see that coming. Right. Yeah. And you watch it now, like I said, you can clearly see that it's him. But wow. I had. I had no idea. I, I was th- at first. I was thinking it was David Copperfield, mm-hmm. and I was like nine years old when I first saw this. But I was just like, "How did I not see this?" 
and uh, for you guys, I mean, you guys, it's like Brian, you said it was your first time watching. You didn't even see that coming. No. Um, that, that's why I love this movie. I mean, it, there, there was so much crap that came out in the 80s, but I think this is one of them that had that twist to where you didn't realize who the killer was and, until at the very end when uh, he looks up, when he's holding uh, Jamie Lee's hands, and then when right. he looks up, he looks up. And you see his face, and then he has that flashback of what happened, and then they show him as the the assistant. And I was like, "What the yeah. fuck, man!" It just it blew Great my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a the movie's a magic trick, basically. It's yeah. an illusion, which is cool. And you you know what? One thing I really enjoyed about it, and I think it's kind of like it was a product of its time, but it was almost like a little uh, musical and magic variety show mixed in with a horror movie. You know, and I thought that was pretty cool the way they cut they cut away to that and and they kind of shook things up a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like you were watching an old you know late late seventies variety show like a Christmas special or something like that, um, but they just happened to have a killer with some boobies and blood. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> you can never go wrong with boobies and blood, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, I think my favorite character in the whole movie was uh, uh the actor Ben Johnson. He was um oh yeah uh, the conductor, the, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I loved him uh, in a, a lot of the movies he had done, and this one, I mean, he just—I think they needed uh, a big face in this movie. I mean, we all, everybody, by this time in '80, everyone knew who Jamie Lee Curtis was because of Halloween. But, right. Um, I think they went with we need we we need someone a little more well known to try to get the older audience into the theater. I don't know if it worked, but um, it, I mean, this movie is great. I mean, it's awesome. It had everything mm-hmm. that you wanted in an '80s slasher movie. I mean, uh, I think the biggest question I had in this movie is when um, one of the characters, Doc, he's sitting there um, next to I think is uh the character's name was Mo. Uh, Jamie Lee's boyfriend. They're sitting there mm-hmm. watching David Copperfield do his performance, and then he does this uh, disappearing trick, and then you see Mo kind of just fall over. They're sitting. Yes, in, that's right. That's right. They're sitting in this packed train car. Mm-hmm. How did the killer get over to him and slice his throat or stab him? Whenever I mean, because you, you didn't. There's no way you saw anyone come near him to, to to stab him i think at that point that's when i really did think it was david copperfield right because i was like, well okay well he used magic to do something but then right. I, to this day i'm still blown away at, at that one part i was like how, how the hell did someone get close enough to stab him they at least uh, explain the uh the 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 freakish like because you know michael myers just keeps getting up and and stabbing people and you're like okay mm-hmm. if he's a human being he's fucking dead <laughs> but uh in this movie they at least explain why people just get killed randomly and it's you know hey well maybe he's a magician you know it kind of makes sense now well one 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 touch in this movie guys that i noticed that i really appreciated was they got there's something that's in horror movies that you get all the time now i call it the cell phone solution which is <laughs> like okay so you're out in the middle of nowhere you're in a cabin in the woods or there's a killer after you in your house how are you going to – you have to find a way to explain early on how the cell phones don't work. There's either no reception, somebody loses it, because otherwise you just call the police and they're there. Well, they did this way before cell phones, but with the radio on the on the train. Yeah. Did you, you guys yeah. notice that early yeah, yeah. on? They, they made it very evident that there was no working radio on the train. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I thought that was a pretty cool touch. I mean, this – I love this movie. I mean, I mean the kills – 
were cool and everything. Yeah. I um, it, it, what was funny was I mean, what was not funny, but the thing that I loved uh, about this uh, about the killer was he was never he, he kept changing uh, costumes because on, on it was right. uh, what New right. Year, New Year's it was New Year's Eve and it was a big costume party on the train. So right. I loved how he kept changing his costume so so we, it was throwing everyone off you really didn't know because in the poster uh you see him he's wearing the uh it looks like, kind of like a groucho Marx mask and he's yeah. got the conductor hat on and the little suit and that was the guy that was dressed up like him at the beginning of the right. movie before they all got on the train so i always i love that how he just kept changing costumes throughout the each time he killed somebody so did you guys know that uh vanity uh prince's girl uh prior girlfriend vanity was in this movie really yeah, oh, I realized was, uh, hot, man. <laughs> that was uh, Cleopatra, right? Oh my yeah. God, yes! Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, that until I started watching. I'm like, is that Vanity? And then I look it up in the credits. I'm like, ah, God damn, it is! And she didn't go by that name, so I guess this was maybe like right before, you know, she had her music career and everything. But I thought that was pretty interesting, man. That she, that she was in it. Yeah, she went as uh, Dee Dee Winters in this. Dee Dee um, Winters, okay. Yeah, her first name is Denise. Um, I at that time she wasn't Vanity, so I, I wouldn't know. But later watching it on uh, later on when Vanity was big, uh, I went back to rewatch this because I was reading some article and they were saying, yeah, Vanity did started her career in a horror movie and it was Terror Train. And I went, really? So I had to go back and watch <laughs> right? it again. And I was like, oh, shit, there she is. <laughs> Pretty cool, man. Were you guys ready for scores? Yeah, let's do it. Kevin, what do you think, man? You, oh, do you, you know how we do our ratings around here, right? It's number ratings, right? Yeah, yep, just simply one through ten, man. I okay. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm an I'm an '80s kid. I give this a nine. The reason I give it a nine Ooh. only because of the tw- the twist. Just right, because mainly because I didn't see it coming <laughs> at at all. Oh yeah, and I just I just love these '80s cheesy slasher movies. I mean, there's some that were in the '80s that I hate. That I would probably give a zero or, yeah. or a one. But I mean, this isn't one of them. I, I, I really love this movie. So I, I give it a, a nine. Damn. High high praise, man. Yeah. Setting the bar high here. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's me next. Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.5. I think, uh, I think it was a lot of fun. I'd never seen it before, it was never even on my radar. Um, uh, but it's definitely go- worth going back and watching. Um, I got I got totally sucked into it and and really enjoyed it. I you know it's cheesy eighties. It's it's not one of the one of the big name slasher movies, but it's definitely fun to watch. Cool. Who's Brian? Are you next or me? I can't remember. I can go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight. I, I had a lot nice. of fun with this nice. movie. Uh, I actually thought in some ways the acting was on point because I mm-hmm. you know. Those guys on the train, they really, I yeah. believe that they're douchey frat guys, for real. <laughs> I was, was going to say, are they douchebags for real, or, or were true. they just really good actors? <laughs> With the exception of uh, uh, Kevin, you said his name was Doc. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> he has got to be the worst medical student ever. Th- those are his methods of reviving his friend, is shaking him and slapping him. <laughs> I'm a doctor! <laughs> yeah. But... um. It was you know, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, she. This oh, looks man, like it was around. This looks like around the time of uh, close to um, Trading Places, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one of my favorite roles for a couple of reasons, right there. Sure. Yep. And 
yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. All right. Well, yeah, that's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis to me was a standout. Uh, I thought the plot was great. Um, I really love the mystery aspect of it. This is one of those movies where I actually uh, confession to make here. If any of my coworkers are listening. Uh, yes, I did take an extra hour of lunch Thursday when I watched this because I couldn't stop fucking watching it. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, plan, I planned to watch it, you know, over the course of two two lunch periods at work, and I I got so wrapped up in it I had to finish it. So, um, in in my opinion, Jamie Lee Curtis is the absolute quintessential scream queen. She always will be, yeah. always will be for me. Um, and I'll give it a seven, which uh, which for me is a pretty high score, man. I. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. It was after um, after Halloween. Right. I think um, all the movie studios were like, you know what? That was a little low-budget uh, horror movie that just blew up. So especially in the 80s, everyone, because there was, there was a time in the 80s where these type of movies, these slasher movies were just coming out like every other week or pretty much every month. And it was it was an amazing time for horror in the eighties. I mean, we, we a lot of them were stupid, but a lot of them were, were awesome. And, and this was one of them. And this, like I said, this was in the beginning. Uh, it was nineteen eighty, in the beginning of the whole slasher craze. And the especially like you said, uh, Jamie Lee. She is to me every time I hear sque- "Scream Queen," I think of her. Yeah. Um, and she she's an amazing actress. She's she's done so much so much work, uh, mainly with the horror stuff, and then all the other previous things she had done, uh, and yeah. afterwards. But I mean, this movie. I think the the next this was the second movie I'd seen her in uh, after Halloween, and then I think after that, uh, it was either Halloween two or prom. No, it was prom night. Prom night came out before that one. Oh uh, yeah, and that, that was one, a, uh, that was another classic, man. That chase that chase scene where she's getting chased through the school, man. Oh wow! I'll never forget that. Well, and then uh, there's, <laughs> so there's well a done. scene in this movie where she's just like is screaming and running away, and, and I immediately when it's it happened, great scene. I thought she is the scream queen. This yep. is yeah, this she is she the was era of that movie. Yeah, that <laughs> that scene at the end, she was a trooper when he's yeah. choking her. Big because you can man. see where she clearly knocks her head up against that doorknob, mm-hmm. and you know she stays in character. Yes, I, I, I lo- think. I think one one of the other th- reasons I mean I love this movie I mean there was um it was mainly the, the 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 there wasn't like any much gore or anything it was mainly just the blood that they used I mean especially in the eighties the blood was usually like bright red or right. anything I mean they really didn't really need to go too far with the gore in this one uh, they did with the the the, the decapitation when um That's what I was gonna say Doc's head came rolling out. I mean, and that was it. I mean, it didn't need to be full of uh, the special effects and everything. I, I said pretty much just what was going on uh, in this movie, uh, which was good. So, I mean, I, I love it pretty much all around. Well, then I think it's pretty safe to say that that uh, that we all strongly recommend our listeners check this out. This yeah. is a, it's a really, really good example of an early 80s uh, slasher movie. And uh, you can't beat the you can't beat the the Jamie Lee Curtis factor, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And the good news and is David Copperfield and David Copperfield, and you get a variety show in there too. Yeah. And uh, the good news is that it is uh, a very a very good copy is 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 on YouTube for free, so you don't even have to pay to see it. With Russian subtitles, even better. <laughs> well, yeah, 
That's all right, man. I, I can handle the Russian yeah. subtitles if, if it's free. You might learn something. <laughs> you never know. Um, but as good as that movie was, I got a feeling a few of us may rate this next one just a little bit higher. But I guess we're going to find out. We're talking about the brand new uh, film Train to Busan that came out this year. Director and writer was Sang Ho Yeon, also known primarily for directing animated films, including Soul Station, as well as The King of Pigs and The Fake. Train to Busan is the first South Korean movie to reach 10 million viewers in 2016. Yeon Sang Ho made an animation film, Soul Station, which is the prequel to Train to Busan. The events in Seoul Station take place one day prior to the events in Train to Busan. Hmm. And for the final piece of trivia, An So Hee, who plays the character Jen Hee, is an ex-member of the famous K-pop group Wonder Girls. So apparently they're huge in South Korea. Okay. Um, so again, Kevin, our esteemed guest, uh, if you would do the honor, sir, we'd, we'd love to get the ball rolling here. Train to Busan. Um, this movie was fucking amazing. I loved it. This is my second favorite movie of the year. Uh, really? my number one horror movie of the year. And, uh, I had heard about this. Uh, I can't, I thought I was reading something. I don't remember. And I just read the whole premise of the movie. Uh, then I watched the trailer and I was just like, I need, I need to see this movie. So usually movies like this don't really get a big play here in America, uh, especially in the area I, that I'm at. I mean, there's never we rarely get these type of these movies. So I did some research and I found out that it was playing down in the Bay Area, and that's where I'm from. Right. So I said, you know what? I need to get down there and see it. I kicking myself now that I didn't make it down there to see. It, it was playing in one theater in San Francisco, and uh, I didn't make it over there. I was just so bummed because uh, I saw that it was online, so I watched it on there, and I was blown away with this movie. I mean, the acting was awesome. The effects were good. Uh, the CGI, yeah, it was it was decent. It was decent, but Less some of it, it, it wasn't too bad. It really, wasn't yeah, it, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. They didn't go over. They didn't go go for it really. Um, at, at the beginning of the whole fast zombie craze, I was kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, but. And I mean, I'm okay now with all these fast-moving zombies and everything. And this this movie, after I saw it, it kind of reminded me of uh, it had that World War Z vibe. Yeah. And and just this movie, if you haven't seen it, I mean, we've all seen it, and I I, I love it. I've been telling everyone to see it. Uh, I did a, a review of this on on my show, but I didn't I didn't give away the ending because I wanted people to see it. But I mean, the acting was amazing, especially the the little girl Suwon. She just she had me right from the get go. All these characters uh, made you feel for them in this, and there's because there's some movies that you watch. I mean, you you don't feel for the characters, and I hate everybody. I just want everyone to die. But this movie it made you feel for each and each and every one of them, even the asshole in in the whole movie. I mean, you just you kind of felt a little for him, but then you just. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, we'll talk about that in spoilers. I felt but, like I wanted him to die. 
<laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, but this this movie, I I can't say it enough. I want everyone to go see it. I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray because I'm I'm gonna buy it, and I'm hoping that there is a lot of uh, extras on it to for the making and everything. I just I want to watch it again after just now talking about it. And everyone, go see this. It's online. Uh, just look for it. Yeah, uh, Brian, what do you think, man? I absolutely love this movie. Um, the, uh, you brought up the CGI. The CGI, that's how much I love this movie. The CGI did not take me out of it, not one bit. It wasn't the best CGI, but the story and the acting was on point for me. Like you said, that little girl, uh, she gave me the feels, definitely. I, you know, got a little emotional there. And um, there's so many great characters in this movie. Some some you hate, some you love. And I thought it was just... I had my uh, best of the year list set, and this just kind of fucked up my list. I had to rearrange some things. Wow. I'm going to kind of be on the opposite end of the spectrum here. I, I didn't... I, I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. But man... Your stupid people are going to play a big part in this review. <laughs> oh, yeah. We hadn't gotten into Brian's stupid people section was, yet, but was, we, we got to do that before we end. There was sure. a whole lot of stupid people in this one. Um, <laughs> I, I felt like it was oh. definitely worth watching. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely not making my uh, best movie of the year list. Uh, well, is this one of your worst? Worst of the year? No, it's not one of my worst in the year. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of middle kind of, of the middle road ground then. to me. Okay. Yeah. It was fun to watch, but it was definitely right. cheesy. They had some cheesy effects, and there was a lot of times where I'm going, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I I feel like it's when I'm driving down the road, and there's people in front of me, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. And I'm just, you know, figure out where you're trying to go and get there. Drive with some sort of sense of purpose. Right. <laughs> and some of these people didn't have a sense of purpose. <laughs> and uh, uh, that that kind of irritated me. But uh, overall, it was it was definitely fun to watch. So it was, it was worth watching. Yeah, but you're, glad, I, you're glad you checked. Yeah, it out. I'm glad I checked that yeah. out. It was totally worth watching. My wife actually got caught up in it. She uh, she was watching it, and she doesn't do the subtitle movies, right? So that says something. Well, no, yeah. Normally, normally I wouldn't have gone out of my way to see a, a South Korean movie, but I've heard I've heard right. this movie worked up a, on a couple of different podcasts. And then uh, Kevin, when you recommended it, that that was kind of like the icing on the cake. I'm like, all right, I'm going to check this thing out, and I was fucking blown away. I mean, I thought it was just a phenomenal movie, and and I and, and I have a lot of problems with keeping up with the subtitles, and you know, I have some issues with the cultural differences and stuff like that. But quite frankly, and I've heard this about South Korea before, is that uh, of all the Asian countries, they're incredibly Western uh, Westernized yeah. as far as their philosophy and their fashion and their music and you know, their sensibilities. So I found it really, really relatable. You know, I mean, the subtitles didn't take me out. The, uh, the special effects never took me out at any point at all. Um, I love the sense of dread and I, I, uh, you guys fucking know how I feel about fast zombies. Yeah. They fucking kill me every <laughs> time. And these goddamn fast zombies were like extra fast. It's almost like they were, I mean, it was kind of like the, uh, you guys have seen the, uh, the movies, uh, the uh, REC movies, uh, the ones about the uh, the fast zombies that are, I think I think it's a Spanish series of films. From oh yeah, uh, the wreck movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It reminded it reminded me a lot of that, 
And um, it's just like when the zombies are fast like that, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And it, and it was almost more of, and also like, it was kind of well, like 28 were, days later, it was more of a rabies, yeah, I think, more they than were like, like a zombie. They thing. were like normal human being fast, though, where they were exactly. just like full speed all the time. Right, it I wasn't did, like extra fast because they're zombies now. You know? I did, I did love the games they played with like uh, when the lights on or the lights off and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool, and I liked the way that they got off the uh, the train because I thought they were just on this one train the whole way through the movie mm-hmm. from beginning to end, and I loved the way they got off on that one station, and then there was all that fucking chaos there with the well, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, I should okay. Um, <laughs> Oh man, darn it! Sorry about that, spoiler, folks. Um, well, that wasn't much. We'll go into more of that That's later. Okay. Yeah, just suffice it to say, they don't spend every second of the movie on the train. Yeah. All right. I really like that. And there's in- that chaos because it's a zombie movie. I like that <laughs> intro part too, where the guy hit the what was it a deer at the beginning of the movie? Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, and then he drives off, yeah. and the deer gets up and and runs off, like uh, all fucked up. Zombie he got deer. Hit. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I loved it. the act, The acting was really good. I liked the guy who played the uh, the husband of the pregnant lady. Yeah, he was. I cool. thought he was like a real hero. He was. Know? He was definitely a badass. Definitely had more respect for him than anybody else. But this is one of those movies that I won't. I won't go into the spoiler part of it yet. But it it did show the transformation of one guy from a complete uh, selfish pussy asshole to a pretty much a hero. Okay, what killed me, though, is that the whole time they were playing on this, you know, uh, like there's some sort of consequences for caring for people and then not caring for people and mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing. The whole time they kept pushing that. And right. then there was no uh, there was no real payout at the end for that. I mean, I guess there kind of was, but it, it wasn't... Well, I mean, it's a zombie movie, yeah. man. It wasn't like, here's our mold to the story, don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I I just I just like the fact that they had some very fleshed out multifaceted characters. Yeah. And not everybody was purely evil or purely good. That's true. And I really like the fact that you had that impending sense of dread the whole time and mm-hmm. it's almost like what do you do? And um, you know, I, I I just say it's one of it's just definitely definitely one of my favorite of the year. And I gotta say, the subtitles were a little weird. I don't think that they got all the translations not quite matched quite, up, huh? quite right. <laughs> some of it was some of it was weird. You know, I mean, like she kept calling right. that dude Mister. I mean, which you know, you're you're reading subtitles on a movie, you can kind of get past it. But uh, yeah, some of them were were a little bit lost in translation. I think. Well, do, do any of you guys have any? Uh, any any further non-spoiler thoughts before we do scores and then go into spoiler territory? Nah, I got nothing. I, just, I got a lot for spoilers. <laughs> cool, cool. I thought you might. So, what do you? Uh, what number are you giving it, my friend? A ten, flat wow. out. I just like I, I said, this was my favorite horror movie That's of the crazy. year, and I, I, I just I couldn't believe what I saw. I I thought it was everything that uh that it needed in in a movie like this so my mom right. just 10 straight up cool. i believe that's our first 10 ever on this show no we've had 10s i gave a 10 for the exorcist remember remember oh, i, I would have yeah, gave it a 10 i probably gave it a i would have gave it a 10 for amityville when you guys were talking about that oh, one fuck that. Uh, original one. <laughs> man we i love that movie well, we'll do it. Hey, there's a new Amityville movie coming out, dude. So I'm officially inviting you to uh, to come on and guest with us, man. And we'll we'll go through the whole Amityville uh, series. Uh, are you down for that, Kevin? 
Yeah, perfect. Yeah, um, I am. I I done it on my show, and I think that was the main reason I did it for my show, Amityville, because of this new one that was coming out. And then it was supposed to come out earlier this year. And now it got pushed right. to next year, so we'll yeah, see when it comes out. It's been pushed back a lot, man. I'm gonna give it a nine. Wow. Like I said, simple, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It. I want you guys to go back this, and watch this in a year and then tell me what you think. Oh, it, it's, it's coming out on Blu-ray on the 17th, and I'm buying it. Well, not, not only Hell that, yeah. but uh, Brian, you told us a, a few weeks back on news they're already doing an American version, right? Yeah, fuck that remake. Um, <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll keep it in Yeah, I, you know, I don't want to get into the remakes because, you know, they're also remaking The Raid, Redemption, and yeah, oh, no, no just interest, stop it. Man, just no stop interest. it. Like like I said, they redid the raid. They did, they redid the raid when they called it Dread. As far as <laughs> yeah, that's that, all that was an awesome movie too, though. It really was, man. Dread was awesome. Yeah, there, yeah there's there's no way they they can remake this and capture what they had in this film. I don't, no I just shit. I don't see it happening. Totally agreed. And my and my score for this is an eight. So Philip, bring us down, man. I'm gonna bring you way down, man. I'm gonna give it a five. <laughs> A five. Yeah. Whoa. Middle of the road. Oh, man. It's, it's straight middle of the road to me, man. All right. And I mean, even that's kind of pushing it to me. It's I think Really? It's, yeah. I think it's super super cheesy, man. <laughs> and like I said, that whole payoff thing with the uh I'm gonna teach you life lessons and then just totally ignore what we've been teaching you the whole time. Right. Uh kinda kinda irritating. <laughs> All right. Well it sounds hey, it sounds like we need to get into some heavy spoilers, yeah. man, because uh <laughs> Philip, you're going to have some things to say, man. And Kevin, I know you're going to have some things to say. So, uh, spoiler alert it is. And... This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Who wants to start? Philip, I want you to start. You want me to start? There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. So uh, when the guy dies at the end, I think that that kind of that kind of makes sense. But I still feel like which which guy? You mean the asshole, the, the, the politician, ma- no, or whatever? the main guy, the oh uh, the redeemed guy. Yeah, the redeemed the, guy. The dad. Yeah, who okay. who finally decides that he should sacrifice himself for his for his daughter, right? Which you know he should have been doing from the beginning of the movie. But uh, like they go, like I said, they go through this whole like there's they keep implanting these little life lessons into you of don't right. be an asshole because they have these such polar opposite characters and like the little girl who wants to help everybody and is a genuinely good person and then the uh the uh, the other guy who is what is what is he some a conductor that got kicked off of that train or some shit I don't I don't know who he is but he's he's an asshole asshole man right. i was waiting for that guy to die I oh you're talking about the ceo no, like, business guy yeah, yeah that guy oh man he was such a dick and uh he lived a lot longer than a lot of the people <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> right and, yeah by fucking pushing them in front of the goddamn zombies I know, and shit, right? you know and that's what i'm saying <laughs> that, like uh, are, are they trying to give you some sort of life lesson here where you know i when are, Loser, uh, mean people never prosper, or whatever you want to call it. And then well, he's still fucking living <laughs> up until the very end of the goddamn movie. 
Like, they should have killed him off a long time ago. <laughs> All right, so that pissed you off. You wanted to see I that I wouldn't have gone back in that goddamn like... train when he was like, well, he's infected, you should all go back there. Everybody, right. yeah, let's go back there. I would have right. whooped that motherfucker's ass. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, shit. Uh, so you gave it a five, and you said that's a stretch. So, yeah. Kevin, tell him all the ways he's wrong, man. I... I, I understand what you're saying, but I think she did learn everything because she saw the the good and the bad of humanity. And she, I think she learned every lesson that you said she didn't learn. I was a little you got girl. The ass, yeah, you got the asshole. Okay. You got her dad. Um, the the one cool dude that was mean to his wife, uh, the, the old ladies uh, that she was hanging out with. And she saw it all, and she saw all her whole life lesson within a matter of hours. And she, like you said, she was really a, a true, pure soul, and she was still growing up and trying to see the world and everything. Because mostly, mostly what she had seen is how her parents were. They were divorced, and how her dad just mainly focuses on work and nothing else. And, and just kind of, she's just at home with her grandma. And, but... I think she learned so much that day in, in the whole movie and, and on how not to be and how to be. And she saw the turn, the, the turning point of, of each and every character that she had seen that day. I mean, she saw the death of, of the asshole, the, the CEO dude. Like I wanted him to die right from the get go. Yeah. And like you, I would like you, I would have beat the shit out of him. I, I wanted to, I wanted to just jump in the movie and fuck him up and throw him off. But uh, oh man, just I just oh my god, this movie. I mean, I think one of the main reasons that that I really love this movie was was the little girl. Her yeah. character, this this little actress was was so strong in what she had done, what she had did in this movie, um, of being just the the mad little kid, and then being sad at the end, and just I cried my eyes out. Uh, right before her father died and the very ending when they were walking through that tunnel and she started singing that song because she wanted at, at the beginning she had learned that song they said she was she she performed it in class and she wanted to do it for her dad but he didn't show up because he was too busy at work but her performance is what sold me through this whole movie usually some of these some kids in, in these movies or any movie uh, you don't grab me as much as, as she did and I just I, I loved it all yeah, and that Everything. singing thing at the end was probably not the smartest decision either. <laughs> Walking along in the middle of nowhere with zombies running around. Yeah, but it ended up saving their asses. No, it did end up saving yeah, their Yeah, it's asses, it saved. So I, I'll take that. But uh, <laughs> I, I still think you know, I, and and I I love that she was uh, you know good no matter what, no matter how bad things got, she was still good to people and still still kind to people, and I get I, that. I, I love that. I think she had to be that way because yeah. it kind of sounded like her mom was kind of shitty too. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, you guys, you got the grandma calling her a bitch, you know. But then what does she learn by the end of the movie, though? Everybody fucking dies. <laughs> Not everybody. I mean, that's what I did like about this movie versus every other zombie movie. There was actually at least a tiny little sliver of hope yeah, in there. There was, there was you know some I mean? hope. And she did. I do but like if you haven't learned at that point that you have to watch out for yourself and right. and, and stop worrying about all these asshole people. 
Because that, to me, was the, was the uh, I mean, it's the same fucking thing as The Walking Dead. Right. You know, that's what that's what you got out of that's it. That's what I got out of it, because right. if you're, if you're going to live, you either need to have somebody watching out for you, or you need to only care about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I it, what I like about it, and the more I listen to you guys talking about it, the more the more I realize that it's what that what this was, is this movie w- was kind of like a microcosm of a young child being exposed to every different type of person. Yeah. Like every type of personality and growing and learning and learning life lessons as a result of that. And then I did think, I thought the ending was really cool. Yeah. The way that they, the, that she, she started singing like that. Yeah. And there were actually still survivors and there was actually hope. Uh, do you guys think there's going to be a sequel to this? Yeah, it's already in pre-production. Oh, nice. Now, is it going to be animated? Did I hear a rumor that maybe it was going to be a, an animated film possibly? Uh, I've heard that, but from from what I also heard that it's going to be an, another live action movie. Okay. Um, I don't know when that's coming, or I don't even know how if they even started filming. But right. Um, I, I this I, I hope so, but I don't think it'll be as good as this because I think uh, they poured in so much into this, and and we already seen it. We don't we don't want to see another sad story again. Yeah. But. Uh, who knows? We'll see. I mean, I think my favorite scene in this whole movie is when they got to that train station. That that was yes. so intense. That it was, was fucking awesome, man. That uh, was amazing. I couldn't believe it. Especially when the military had all turned and started coming after Here them. was going to be my next thing, though. Uh, the, uh, and it's a scene that kind of really threw me off. It's when they got back to the train after the, all, the, uh, everybody, all the zombies were chasing them. Okay. And uh, those fuckers are still at that door trying to get the little lock in. Right. I'm like, just shove a bat through the goddamn handle and run the fuck away. What are you doing? <laughs> it's oh, been though, like 10 minutes that, and they're still trying to shut the fucking door. <laughs> that's that's where my stupid people falls in. That that's, useless okay. fucking right, baseball that team. That's my stupid that, people big moment right there. <laughs> All right, Brian, that hey, useless... Brian, let's do this, man. Hold on. Brian, let's do this. <laughs> that's it, <laughs> that that is the most useless group of people. That baseball team. I'm saying <laughs> everybody has baseball bats. Get to work on something or somebody. And oh my gosh, I, that that drove me crazy. The entire baseball team. But I will say uh, the the the, um, the guy with the pregnant wife. He was by far my favorite character. Oh yeah, he was a badass. Yeah, for sure. I, I love that scene. Where he was asking, is that your dad? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, is that your real dad? Yeah. And he just kept letting him know, like, hey, asshole. Hey, jerk. You know? Yeah. Well, he was kind of a dick in the beginning of the movie. I mean, which is understandable from his perspective. But uh, Yeah, I don't, but I don't then, know. He's, yeah. he's, he's I don't know. He seemed kind of relatable endearing. to me. Yeah, no, he totally was relatable. <laughs> and, then he, and then it became more endearing as the movie went on. And he's like, he, he said, hey, asshole, as like a... A friend thing instead of a yeah, hey, and and thing. and he was a complete badass. I like you know the way he oh, taped yeah. his wrist up, yeah, or his arms. He's like, and you, he you was using take all the weapons, and I'm gonna go whoop some ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm pick this zombie up, and I'm gonna use him as a shield. <laughs> yeah. I I, just, I thought he was a complete badass throughout this yeah. movie. He was he was definitely the action star. I I think one I think one of the problems I had with this movie was um worth. Not just this movie, with a lot of of these infected zombie type movies, right? Um, 
some like some of them when they got bit, they turned instantly. Yeah. When that that first girl that jumped on the train, that they got bit. Did she just like just get bit before she jumped on the train? Because it seemed like it took her a while. To, that was my other thing. For to to get over, and then when once she bit someone, and then that person bit the next one, and the next one, it seems like everyone just within seconds became infected. Um, I mean that they've done that not just in this movie and, and a lot of other yeah. uh, infected zombie type of movies. At first, I thought this was just more of a an outbreak of infection, like in Twenty Eight Days Later and some uh, World War Z. But there was a scene. Um, they show it really fast. There's um after or after that that uh the train scene when they all finally all got back on the train, there was a pack of zombies kneeling down eating somebody. So I was like, okay, they are zombies in a way, yeah, but right. they they didn't show they didn't show the gore or anything because, like like twenty eight days later, I didn't I didn't I didn't think that was a zombie movie, but when I saw it because they weren't eating anyone to me yeah, zombies more, is when, when more you like, eat everybody more like, more like rabies or something right yeah yeah so but I mean this this movie was was awesome and, and like you said that that baseball team yeah. Every one of those, every one of those motherfuckers had a bat, and, right. and they did nothing. Only one of them used it. I know. And, yeah, and like the stupid people, them, uh, all the <laughs> ass, all the assholes in the train. When the, the the main CEO guy was like, "Nope," he he rallied all them up, got them all so scared to like these guys are infected. Let's kick them out. I was just like, "Oh my god!" I I just I, if I'd have had a gun, I would have shot everyone in that in that car. But I was glad what they got. Because yeah. that one old, when that one old, this this scene was also sad. Uh, those two sisters, uh, one of them was already infected, and she was in the next car. Where right. she just said, "Fuck it, I want to be with my sister." And she just opened up that door, and they all just came pouring in and got everyone in there. Got, I got thought what that they was deserved, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean all every all those assholes that died in this movie deserved it. Oh yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> I'll give them that. And then. The asshole dude was just an asshole to be an asshole. Like he was, he was so far beyond normal asshole. It wasn't even funny. Like right? he, <laughs> he runs into after he throws his his buddy who's been helping him the whole time into the zombie and runs past him, and then uh, and then he climbs uh, into this one train with the zombies chasing him. And instead of just shutting the door, he grabs the little teenage girl and throws her out there. Like, Man. dude, if you had time to wow. do that, you had time to turn around and shut the fucking door. No shit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> You're being that's, an just, that's just evil. Just to be an asshole. Yeah, that was that was a little <laughs> over the top, but so I, I think we're we're in a great three out of four of us. Uh, definitely, highly, highly recommend this. Um, Phil, say, Phil, I'd say you'd still recommend yeah, it for a watch, I'd say wouldn't it's you? Still, definitely worth watching. You know, right? It just it's 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 not going to be one of my favorite movies. I'm glad that I watched it. Right. Uh, Maybe I'll go back and take another look at it. Well, speaking of speaking of favorite movies, um, we're because of the holidays, we're changing our schedule up a little bit. We uh, we had meant to do Passengers and uh, what what was the other movie with Passengers, Brian? That we were going to uh, do Event Horizon. Okay, Event Horizon. so I think we're going to release that one next week. But the week after that, folks, we're going to be doing our best of worst of uh, 2016. And there's uh, still that contest going on. Brian, you want to you want to uh, remind everybody about what that show is going to consist of, the basic format, and then what this contest is and how long they have to enter. 
Okay, our best and worst show, we're going to give, each of us are going to give our top five best movies and also our top five worst movies. And I think um, the way we're going to do it, we're each going to pick what was our favorite TV show of the year. And uh, I think I'm going to add, because uh, this is going to be no news or trailers on that show, I'm going to add um, what is our most anticipated for next year. Cool. All right. And the contest is uh, still going. Um Whoever can guess Lance's favorite movie of the year, uh, enter. You can enter on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, our email at uh, thehorrorreturns at gmail.com, and you will win a Freddy Krueger figure from NECA. You can still put your uh, guesses in. Cool. All right, so it sounds like that's uh, our our next two shows. We're going to be doing Passengers and Event Horizon, and then our Best of Worst of, and then after that, Who knows what the new year will bring, but before we go into our outro, uh, Kevin, you mind telling everybody again real quick how to find you and what you guys do? Uh, Yeah, you can just look iTunes or uh, or Podbean and just type in uh, Skater Nez Podcast Network. It'll pop up. There's two shows on there, um, the Mac Nez Podcast, which is my main show, and the E-Society show. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I believe it's just... Uh, Macnez Pod, um, Snapchat is Macnez Podcast, Facebook just look up uh, Macnez Podcast on there, and that's pretty much it. Oh, Instagram also. Uh, I, I don't even know what it is on that. Oh, Macnez on Instagram. So I'm pretty much on all of that stuff, and all just give my give my give my show a listen. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. It's all I'm, on my regular show, the Magnus Podcast. I, I I talk about everything. So, but it, it yeah, it's, everybody it's can all, subscribe all over the board. Everybody subscribe yeah, so, and download but, if you haven't. I don't know what's wrong with you if you're not. <laughs> hey, and is it is it M A C dash N E Z? Is that right? Yeah, uh, if you're looking up like on iTunes or, or um, uh, yeah, on iTunes and Podbean, or usually usually it's, you can just type in. Um, Skater Nest Podcast Network, and uh, again, that's S K, the number eight E R uh, N E Z, two words, and then just Podcast Network, and uh, it'll pop up. It'd probably just be a picture of a skateboard because uh, I'm uh, I love skateboarding and everything. That's probably why I called it the Skater Nest. Um, but yay, yeah, man! You know what, dude? This has been awesome. Uh, I can't wait to Lance. You've already been on the show. Uh, I can't wait to get all three of you on, or maybe just Definitely. individual, which is fine. Anytime you get the doors open, you guys can come on whenever you want, cool. and uh, we'll just talk we'll talk about this and that. I mean, and again, dude, thank you so much. This has been awesome, and it, this has been an awesome year so far. I mean, yeah, we had a lot of deaths and everything, but um, podcast wise, other than my show, finding you guys, I, I think uh, Jesse from a. Uh, uh, Blind Frankenstein from um, the horror Horocopia. He's the one that turned me on to you guys, and awesome. uh, you know what? I mean, I'm glad he did, and because uh, you guys' show's awesome. And um, if, if you're listening to this, you already know. Uh, as far as the guess for your favorite movie, is it something that you guys talked about it on the show? Maybe so, maybe not, man. Oh, shit. That was not. But you got until the thirty first to get your uh, to get your guess in, man. I I'll throw guess. in a guess. I'll just throw in a guess. But yeah, I mean, 
But hey, yeah, dude, thank, thanks again so much, man. This is awesome time. Cool, man. So, and for our listeners, uh, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. And as you know, you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash thehorrorreturns. Of course, we're on Podbean, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff that Brian's got us hooked up on. <laughs> and if you like us, uh, what you hear when you go to iTunes, man, guys, I can't stress this enough. Go in there and rate us and, and give us a review. Oh, yeah. The last two people who did that, a uh, T-shirt mysteriously appeared in their mail. So you never know. It's always good to get free stuff. And in 2017, guys, we're planning on giving away a whole lot more stuff. So awesome. keep listening, rate us, review us, email us, because uh, we really want your feedback. So, uh, Kevin, help us out here, man. Until the horror returns again. Hold on. Don't listen to these guys. Watch Witchboard again, because that movie is awesome. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> and and, and, and we're out of here? Definitely We're out of here, kid. so good night. <laughs>